What is going on, Life Fitness Coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. It's your boy, Brian Mark. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about the end of Iron Energy Gym. So before I get into today's episode, I want to give like a little bit of a backstory so that, you know, for those of you guys that don't know the story, that don't, like, haven't really like followed my business outside of Pizza Domination, I'm a two-time business owner. So the first business that I ever, that I basically was getting involved with was Pizza Domination, which you guys all know from the podcast, but around 2020, I got approached by a couple people and they basically like asked me, they're like, yo, B Mark, like, you know, we're starting this gym and, you know, we would love for you to be a part of it. You've got the marketing experience. You could definitely help us out with the social media. Would you be interested? And when I first took on the project and I basically said that I wanted to be interested, like my goal was to be like a silent partner because PT domination by itself is like literally like a full-time job. Like PT domination is literally like takes up all my energy nonstop all day, every day. Hello, my wife. My wife's joining me for the podcast because it's a big moment. So initially I was going to be a silent partner in Iron Energy Gym. And that was all I was going to do was just like help out with social media, invest where needed, et cetera. And I have a very obsessive personality. So as soon as I started investing in the gym, I was like all in. I was like all in. I was like, let's build this thing. Let's make it epic. Let's make it stick. Let's like take this to the moon. And that was our goal. So we bought the gym during COVID. We bought Iron Energy Gym in West Kelowna. It was actually previously Gravity Fitness, which is the same gym that Kirsten Mark used to work at as a personal trainer. It was actually Kirsten Martell. So it was really cool that we got to buy the gym that she was a PT at. And there was four partners. It was me, it was Cole, and we had two other partners. So initially, everything was like off to the races. We were all on the same page. Everything was good. And then COVID happened. And when COVID happened, for those of you guys that didn't follow the story, go search FreeBC Brian Mark on Google and you'll find more than enough information. It's <laughs> all you need to do. Search FreeBC Brian Mark on Google. Basically, when COVID happened, we decided at Iron Energy Gym that we were not going to close our doors. We decided that we were going to stay open during COVID and staying open during COVID when the government forced us to close their doors basically meant that we became like national spotlight. And we were on the news. You know, we had cops at our door every second week. There was like a giant rally that we got all of our members to hold up signs that basically said free BC, mental health matters, like we're not closing. And it turned into this big thing. And I quickly somehow became the face of this big thing. This wasn't something that I chose. Like I, I didn't go out seeking a fight, but I ended up being like the front runner like of this like free BC movement. Like I had a voice. I had a lot to say about the government closing our doors and us refusing to close. And like, I didn't want to be somebody that like bent the knee and like was willing to bend my core values just because somebody told me that I needed to like close my doors when there was no rationale behind it. So I just decided that I was like, we're not going to close and we're going to be vocal about it. Eventually, when you fight the government for long enough, they start to cheat. So we ended up getting a binder dropped off at our front desk one day. The binder was about this. It was like, you can't see my fake fingers, but it was, it was massive. It was like an encyclopedia and it was all this evidence collected against us for six months. And we had 48 hours to appear in front of the judge. Basically we were quarter to close and we had 48 hours to appear in front of the judge. And if we didn't appear in front of the judge in front of 48 hours, we were all going to get arrested. That was basically the court order. So in 48 hours, I did my very best to like scramble up lawyers and try to collect enough data and evidence for us to get like the judgment pushed back. Cause I didn't really feel like it was fair. We only had 48 hours to like figure out whether like figure out evidence against this binder that they fucking dropped off at our front desk in 48 hours. I wasn't able to collect enough evidence. I wasn't able to get it pushed off. And the government, basically the Supreme court ended up closing like court ordering that we shut our gym. So 
being the fucking stubborn motherfucker that I am, I was like, fuck the government. We're not closing. So we decided to stay open, even though we were Supreme Court ordered to close. And basically, when you go against the Supreme Court of Canada, like there's like at that point, I'm not fighting local government. I'm fighting like provincial and federal government. So we caught wind that if we didn't close the doors on that day, do you remember this? Yes. Terrifying. So somebody gave us a call and we had friends down at the cop shop and a friend gave us a call and they're like, hey, we love what you guys are doing. But there is a a bunch of cops right now suiting up and they've been ordered to not only go to your gym, but basically to bust in, throw you guys around, arrest you and make a public scene out of it. So like I was like, if Brian, (laughs) I was not, not calm. I was like, holy shit. This is like, this is crazy. This is the same time. I don't know if you guys remember the truckers when they were freezing truckers bank accounts and like throwing truckers in jail for all the shit that was going down. This was the exact same time that that was going down. So basically the government was like making an example out of anyone that was fucking, that was anyone that was vocal. The government was like cracking down on and like making an example out of. So I remember coming home that day and looking at Kirsten and I'm like, am I willing to go to jail and risk everything that I built with peak denomination for this fucking movement? Like, am I actually willing to go to jail for this? And I like looked at Curse. I'm like, I'm not willing to risk my livelihood over this. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just like, not like, I do believe in the cause that we're standing up for, but I'm also not willing to go mm-hmm. to jail for it. So yeah, I came home and I looked at Curse and I was like, we got to close. And uh, sad. it was fucking sad. Yeah, it was, it was sad because it was like, that was literally what we've been fighting to open our doors for literally fucking six months. We were there like every single morning. Like it was like 12, day, 12 day, to 16 hours a day. There. Because we oh, didn't, we didn't want to leave our fucking numbers hanging and we didn't want to put because it. Because a lot of the time the cops did show up. Remember like when yeah. the cops did show up when we were all there, we were always ready. It was like yeah. we had formed this community and like, yeah, it was, we were both very, 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 very sad, very sad, very sad. Yeah. So we, we had to make the decision that we, we had to close the doors, but closing the doors doesn't mean that the bill stopped coming in. So we were court ordered to close our doors, yeah. but we still had to pay our fucking lease and our lease was like. 30 grand a month with strata fees. There was a couple staff members that I didn't want to have out of work. So we were still paying these staff members. We ended up be like, the court ordered us to close for six months and then we could appeal. And two months in, we were basically 65, 70K in the hole. We had to pause everybody's memberships that were at the gym. And two months in, me and Cole got, basically there was like a meeting called with all the partners and a couple of the partners basically sat me and Cole down and they were like, we're selling our shares. And they're like, we're selling our shares and like no hate against you guys, no smoke, but like we're out. And if like, there's two options, option number one is you guys can buy the shares or option number two, we're going to sell them to somebody else. And so I remember like coming back and I like sat down with Cole and like I was 25% partner, Cole's 25% partner. And there was two other 25% partners. And so I sat down and I was like, do you want to buy this gym with me? And he was like, bro, I can't like. At that point, in that moment, Cole had literally just bought the house next door and he moved out to Kelowna, BC so that he could be close to me and the gym. And so he literally had just spent all of his fucking money, not all of it, but he just put a lot of fucking money into the house next door. And he's like, I love you so much, B, but I can't fucking do it. Like, mm-hmm. I can't, I can't, I can't. Like, you like us right after we bought our. Yeah, he's yeah. like, I can't do it. I literally moved to Kelowna for like right next door to get the house next to you. Like, I can't put down any more money on this gym. And so I remember coming back to Cursed and I like looked at Cursed and I'm like, there's two options here, babe. I was like, option number one is we sell the gym and selling the gym to me like felt like the pussiest move ever because I had literally been on the news for six months fighting for this fucking idea. 
That's how it felt. I literally felt like I'd been on the news for like six months fighting for this idea, free BC, fighting for this movement, fighting for this community. Exactly. Yeah. Fighting for the community. And then as soon as it got hard, I was just going to fucking cut my tail and run. Like I felt like it was a weak move for me to sell. I was like, it's a weak move. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. And that might be egotistical, that might like whatever, but I was like, this for me feels like the wrong move. I think it was more than just like it being a weak move too. I think it was like the morning gym sessions that we like, it was like the community, the people, like it was, I don't, I like from an outsider's perspective, I did not feel like there was a lot of ego attached to the decision that you made. I feel like there was a lot of heart attached, like a lot of, I genuinely care and I don't want to let people down. Like that's my personal perspective. Thanks, babe. Yeah. That's really cute. Yeah. So, but here's a problem. Okay. So for me, it wouldn't be me buying 25% of the shares. I would have to buy 50% of the shares. I'd have to buy out both of my partners that were leaving. And I had an issue with that because my entire purpose of me starting my business was to be able to like provide a life for my grandma. Like that was like, for those of you guys that know my story, you know that my grandma helped me when I had like this massive cocaine addiction. And it was like, for me, it was hard for me to imagine buying the shares to the gym because I was like, I promised my grandma I was going to buy her house. And I was saving up money to buy my grandma this fucking house. And then this situation happened and I was forced to either sell this fucking gym that I've been fighting so hard for or buy out the shares of my partner. So I like, I went to my partners and I was like, listen, like I've committed to buy my grandma a house. And so like, I'm not willing to buy the shares in full because basically like I can't risk like my grandma's house. Like I'm not going to fucking put my grandma comes first. And so like, I'm saving up money to buy her house and I'm not going to, I'm not going to buy it in full because I'm not going to do that to my grandma. I was like, but like, I will, like, I will buy the shares. I will buy all of the shares, but I'm going to have to do it at like basically a payment installment. And so we made a decision that we were going to do a payment installment, but the payment installment was $37,888 per month for 19 months. And so I made that decision, made that commitment and I started the payments. And let me fucking tell you guys, no matter how much money you make, $37,000 a month is not a small amount of coin, no matter how much money you make. And Cole and I are blessed with a lot of success, but like having a $40,000 a month payment over my fucking head was blessed for, also harder workers in the room. Just for, adding that in. It was like, it was fucking, it was a lot. It was a lot of pressure. There was a lot of days where I literally felt like I was going to fucking like crack into the pressure and that I was going to fail and that I was going to lose the gym and I was going to lose the house. And like, I literally like, I had no other option but to succeed because if I didn't put my best foot forward every single day, that there was a risk that I might lose everything because I put all of my chips in. I was like, I'm all in. Like there was all my chips all in. So for the last 19 months, well, it's actually been 16 months. I've been paying $37,888 to my partners to buy out the shares. And as of today, first of all, first things first is I did buy my grandma house in the last two years. So fucking what's up? Not only that, I'm also her retirement plan. So I send her thousands of dollars every single month to make sure that she never has to work another day in her life because I made that commitment to my grandma and I fucking refuse to break that commitment. I would rather die than do that. So that's number one. Number two is as of today, I just fucking paid off all the fucking shares for the gym. It is fucking done. The gym's fucking mine. Ah! It is written. 
And uh, I cannot tell you guys how fucking good it feels to come to the end of the road and actually follow through on what I said I was going to do because there was many fucking times in these last 19 months that I felt like I was going to crack under the pressure and that I wasn't going to be able to survive. There was a lot of fucking times that I felt like I was going to crack and I wasn't going to be able to survive. But the reason that I kept going is because I believe in the gym and I believe in what Cole and I are doing and I believe in the fucking movement. And the reason that this live stream is actually called the end of Iron Energy Gym is because it's the closing of a chapter, right? It's the closing of a chapter. And now that Cole and I are the full owners of the gym, I'm the 75% shareholder, fucking proud, what's up? We decided that we were going to rebrand the whole fucking thing. And we were going to shut down the idea of Iron Energy Gym and we were going to close Iron Energy Gym as it is. And we're going to rebrand it as what it started out in the fucking first place, which is Aesthetic Nation. Ooh. So for those of you guys that have been watching the gym and following the progress and seeing it transform, I want you guys to know that like Cole and I are rebranding the entire gym Aesthetic Nation and we're building the gym that we've always wanted to build. We're building a gym where people can come and work on themselves and become the best version of themselves. We're building the gym that Cole and I always wanted to build since we were fucking kids. We're building the gym that was written down in my vision 10 years ago, Aesthetic Nation Gym, a place that gives back to the community, a place that's like a safe haven for like people that want to chase their goals and go all in on their dreams, a place that was created with intense energy and passion and integrity and loyalty and respect, a place that I've literally fucking died on the sword in order to make happen. We are building right now and I'm so fucking proud of the last 18 months, the last 19 months, I'm so fucking grateful because all the adversity that happened in the last 18, 19 months and me choosing to stick it out and choosing to like stick to my guns and choosing to like follow through on my fucking word, even though it was the hardest thing I've ever had to do was the best thing that ever happened to me because it forced me to become a man. Like the, the boy that bought the fucking gym is dead and the man that emerged with Aesthetic Nation is alive. And so it is the end of Iron Energy Gym and it's the start of Aesthetic Nation. So for those of you guys that are in Kelowna, get ready because we're, we're rebranding. We're bringing in new equipment. We're bringing in a new vibe. We're bringing in the fucking posing room. We're bringing in fucking boxing. We're bringing in the whole fucking thing. And I'm super, super excited. And I wanted to come podcast and share this moment with you guys because this like, it was very surreal for me making that final payment today. And I had four payments left and I just like texted my other owners and I'm like, yo, you want me? I'm just going to fucking pay you guys off in full. And I have all the checks that were supposed to be cashed in the next four months right here. And I just paid it off in full and it feels fucking good to follow through my word. So that's it. That's all. Thank you guys for coming to my fucking TED Talk. If you're in Kelowna and you haven't checked out the gym yet, you fucking should. It's lit. Iron Energy Gym as of the end of 2023 is dead. And this is the start. This is the birth. This is the emergence of Aesthetic Nation. I purchased the gym for one intention and one intention only. And it was to make it the best fucking gym in Canada. And that's what we're building. Aesthetic Nation Gym. Mic drop. Mic drop. Can I say something? Yep. Okay. So you guys probably, if you're listening to this, probably just heard my sound effects like, ew, ee, yes. But we fucking <laughs> shit. Because not only was this a wild time just with like Roni and all that sort of jazz that was going on, but it also was pretty intense for mine and Brian's relationship. Like when you have so much on the go and then you add a fight against the government to the mix. It's really hard for you to prioritize your relationship, but I am so proud of you. I feel like I've said this so many times, but I don't think that I can say it enough. Like Brian Mark is a man of his word and he takes integrity to a whole new level. So I know that sometimes it doesn't, I feel like people don't listen to me now because I'm your wife and they feel like I have to say these nice things about you, but watching Brian over the last couple years like build this gym and just yet like absolutely dominate another project is just like 
it's why you stand out and that's why like you're a leader in your space. And this is just like the next chapter and I adore you. Good You're my best friend and my <laughs> husband and I love you and I'm really proud of you. Thank you. Really, really proud of you. Thank you. You're super real. Thank you. I'm really stoked. I hope you guys are excited as well. If you're in Kelowna, come check out the fucking gym. Promise you it's worth the trip. We're literally building a posing room right now. So if you're a physique competitor, oh, this is going to be the best place to hang out in Kelowna because we're going to be the only gym that has a fucking posing room. <laughs> Super excited. Love you guys. Thank you for the support. Thank you for the love. I appreciate y'all. Have the best of the motherfucking life. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Hopefully you got some value. If you did and you want to learn more about how me and my team can help you scale your online fitness business to $10,000 a month, DM me 10K on Instagram at TheRealBrianMark for more information and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help you grow an online coaching business.